welcome to Freeform Radio on the Freeform Network. You can follow us at Facebook at Freeform Network on Twitter at FFR Podcast. And remember to send your questions and suggestions to ffnquestions at gmail.com. This is Freeform Radio. We got many hosts here. We got Danny. Yes, sir. How you doing today, man? It's uh, another beautiful morning here. Got a bunch of shit that I want to do, but we'll see if Lawe will not let me. <laughs> and you got all good, Andy. We got uh, three quarters of the crew here. Noel's MIA. Maybe he'll join us later. We can't get a hold of him, but you know how it goes. The, the show must go on. So, Danny, we're here. Summer's just starting, I guess. So, uh, the weather was nice and hot, and then it went to cool. So, but I see you went on, uh, you tried to enjoy this good weather and went to uh, some type of walk at a state park. How did that go? Yeah, man, we, we went to uh, the local state park here. I live in Lake County, and the, the park is called Morin Hills State Park. And it was my first time going there. Um, and, you know, granted, I'm not like this huge walker exercise guy either. I am trying to be more conscious of it and trying to, you know, put an effort into walking and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, we went to the state park, man. It was beautiful. The park was was huge. It was a lot of different paths, bike paths, walking paths. There's some uh, boating because there's a, a lake there, um, fishing, and it was just a, a bunch of activities that you can do there. And we decided to just do the path one. There's uh, also some, like, paths that divert into, like, the woods that are kind of more rugged terrain. But this one is more like a, a paved path with um, some gravelness in some areas, but most of it's just asphalt. And, yeah, man, it was like three and a half miles, um, the, the path that we that we walked. And originally, I didn't think it was going to be that much because we, we didn't really have an idea of what it was until we got a map. And then we saw that the path we're on is three miles to get back to the car. So... We were kind of stuck at that point. We were more than halfway through. But, yeah, man, have you ever gone to any of these, like, uh, big wooded areas and done any kind of walking like that? No, I've done uh, – so where I live, we have the, the Fox River. Um, they have a bike walking trail, but it's not really, like, uh, hiking. It's like they have, like, a paved walkway that goes stretches pretty far. So when you say hiking, I'm imagining it's a little bit more rugged and then – uh, my experience, what I've seen when there's hiking trails at state parks, there's a couple different trails and they're all different levels. So right. that's why I'm imagining like you went and then you got your like backpack, your walking stick, your hiking shoes, and you're like your this walking stick that like has beef jerky and shit in it and like flashlights. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm imagining. <laughs> that's what I you got like some compass or some shit. <laughs> That's right. what I'm imagining when you said like, oh yeah, because I've never been. I'm. It sounds cool. Like I've been. Want, we wanted to get a little bit more active, but yeah, I mean, walking is a good uh, way to start, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this place. I would say it's like the Yogi Bear of hiking because it's a lot of it is paved. The worst of it is just the up and down hills. Uh, you'll reach these like uphills, and after like two hours of walking. The sun is hitting you for certain portions because some of it's exposed, some of it's inside the woods. Um, and it, it's rough, man. Those uphills, you're just like, Jesus Christ, man, how much longer? And finally, when you reach the top, you feel like you accomplished something, like you made it. And now you're going through the next stretch. Right. Um, Junior got a good kick out of because he was a map holder and he, he was kind of looking to see, all right, we're taking the left here. So this must be this part of the map. And then we would get to the next portion. He's like, all right, we've been going straight for a while, so we're probably here. And the other thing is um, on my phone, I had turned on the uh, fitness thing that Apple has. Mm -hmm. And it was mapping where we were in relation to the uh, either the Apple or the Google map. I'm not sure which map it was using. But it was giving us a good outline that we were able to match to the map and kind of, you know, get a sense of where we were at, you know, or we're a quarter of the way there, we're halfway there. And it was nice, man. It was a beautiful day, kind of like today where it's 
on the coolish side, but it's still nice. You know, the sun's out. You, you, you got a hoodie on or something like that, and you're just walking. And it's it, it was great, man. Um, I got to say, we, we we went right around noonish or about that time, like 1130-ish or something. And my thought was we'll walk for like an hour, then we'll go and get some lunch. We'll, we'll go out and find something local and get some lunch here. And when it took us, it was just about almost three hours to do this walk uh, just because we, we went at a really slow pace. And every time we saw a bench, we would sit down and sit there for like five <laughs> minutes and then we would walk. Uh, it, like I mentioned, we're not huge exercise people. We, you know, we'll do a walk occasionally or, you know, like we'll walk two or three blocks around the house um, kind of thing where – after you look at the the map thing, it says that you walked a mile kind of thing. So that would be about the extent of what we were used to. So definitely ramping it up to three miles, um, even though that's not a lot. Uh, it was a lot for somebody that really doesn't, you know, do that too often. So like when when uh, when the uh, your family sat down at the bench, were you chastising them? You're like, man, y'all weak. Or you're like, man, scoot over. I need to sit down too. Well, at first, uh, I would stand up while they're sitting down, and I'm just thinking, like, I don't need to sit down. But uh, after seeing them, like, kind of rejuvenate themselves from sitting there, I, I did sit down. Yeah. But but yeah, no, man, it's it, it wasn't like you know we were crawling at the end, but it was definitely a little more than we were anticipating. Uh, even uh, like three quarters of the way there when we were finishing it, uh, I hadn't eaten. All I ate was breakfast. And like I mentioned, I was kind of gearing up for a, a lunch and I'm diabetic. So I started feeling a little lightheaded to where I was just like, holy shit, what happens if I pass out right here? Are these people going to like drag me out of the woods? Like, He's done for. <laughs> Let's just go back. We got to keep on moving. Right. So luckily none of that happened. Uh, I ended up crossing it. There was a few people that we ran across some people going the same way we were, some people uh, that were coming the opposite direction, some bike, bicyclists. So it, it wasn't super active, the park, but there were people out and about. Let me ask you this. What did you guys see? Did you see some wildlife or is it just trees like broken and falling down trees or did you guys see anything? No, there was there was a lot of bird foliage, you know, birds around, mm -hmm. uh, hawks, like big. Yeah. Like eagle looking birds i don't know what they were i'm not a bird viewer stuff uh there was chipmunks all over the yeah. place a lot of squirrels rabbits um it, it did say that there were deer uh that on a, uh, coyotes um there was foxes. even foxes even uh like uh mountain lions on occasion have been spotted there really so yeah so when i told my wife that um they started getting kind of freaked out and I had brought like a pocket knife because usually when I go on a walk, I, I bring a pocket knife with me just in case like a stray dog comes at us and I have to like <laughs> shake it on its neck or something, kind of kill it. You know, I, I, I got something, you know, to kind of give me that like easy feeling like if you something comes. <laughs> no, no. So I'm telling these guys this and they're just like, oh, man, why'd you bring us here? And I'm just like, what's well, a state park? I'm like, this is a huge forest preserve. It's not like we're walking around the block at the house, you know. They're the worst you're going to have is like a coyote or a neighbor's dog that gets loose kind of thing. Uh, here, there's there's animals that live here. Interesting. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it, when, uh, there was one path that we were walking that was kind of like in the wooded area. And it looked like this trunk had exploded like in half. And right below it was like a stack of like like exploded bark that was just like all laid onto the floor. And I tell my wife, I'm like, do you think a bear broke this all up and made like a little nesting so it could lay down? And my wife's like, don't say that. You think there's bears here? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I don't know. And yeah. after that, Junior, he's just like, Daddy, can I hold on to the knife? I'll make sure here. Yeah, so, he, do it. So, so he held out to the knife and you should uh, have been uh, looking at the floor like let me track to see if there's any scat and for people to know what scat is is shit what kind <laughs> right. of animals lurking around but 
yeah, man, it was it was a great time. Uh, we actually were talking about going yesterday, but then that thing I mentioned, La Huevonada, hit us, and we decided to just hang back and, and not do anything. But it's it was start, a good. Danny. You got you guys accomplished something. It's not like you said you don't. You're not super active every day. You might go for a walk, but you guys geared up for something. You got it done. It just took longer than you thought, but it got done. Right, for sure. No, they they really enjoyed it. Even Junior surprisingly enjoyed it. So uh, I think it is something that we're going to do in the future. The one we did was the medium one. Mm. Ah, okay. uh, just just accidentally because we, we just picked a path and started walking, and then we looked at the map. And so saw there's that multiple it was trails at that location. Yeah, there's there's three trails. If you do all three, it's a, a, a little under nine miles if you do the mm. whole thing. So uh, definitely the next time, depending on how we feel, we'll either do the small one or the, the highest one that they have. But no, it was it was a good time. It was great being out there, uh, just looking at all the, you know, they had a couple bodies of water and just great, great to be out in the outdoors. The trail mix. Yeah, I I think next time I'm gonna take like a granola bar or something just in case I get lightheaded again. We took water, so we were good with water, but uh, I did feel a little lightheaded towards the end just because we hadn't, or at least I hadn't eaten. I was gearing up to a big lunch or something. So yeah, uh, next time I'll go a little bit more prepared, but uh, definitely enjoyable. But um. Yeah, something else, Andy, I wanted to bring up with you, man, is I finally watched Top Gun, and not the new one, the first one. You never seen the first one? I had never seen the first I've seen one. Like a billion fucking times. It's all when I, we had cable when I was a kid. It was always on fucking cable. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I watched it, and I gotta say, man, I didn't really enjoy it. Really? It, yeah. I I got the. The macho feel, I got all that, you know, the, you know, these, these air, airplanes or, you know, whatever aircrafts going a thousand miles per hour, just breaking sound barriers here and there. I get all that. But to me, if I kind of felt low budgety, man, uh, they kept playing like the same song, like five times. And I'm like, did they only license like two songs for this movie? That um, the danger zone, and then that other love song. It's just like, man, it was like my breath away. Right, exactly. Where they're fucking in the silhouette and shit. Exactly, man. They played that song like five times. Anytime they would look at each other, and it's like a long copyright thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we won't, Andy. You weren't that close. (laughs) But yeah, man, it was just like over and over again. It would fade in and it would just be the instrumental of it and then it would go into the lyrics of it and i'm just like oh man and then to me the story was kind of like convoluted like who were those planes that they were chasing after those m18s or whatever they were those were the russians it was the cold war they but they never explicitly said that like to me they should have put some narrative into it they should have like the migs yeah those are russian planes there you go yeah i i i assume they were kind of like enemy fighters but they never got into it as far as like, sir, we uh, detected some Russian fleet out on the West Coast or East Coast or they something. Say enemy and, uh, or I forgot that, what the word they use. Yeah. Right. I haven't so, seen it so long, but yeah, I know I, I've seen it so many fucking times. I'm, I know the scenes that you're talking about. Like I like to me, I, I needed a little more dialogue, a little more explanation, even maybe a scene of the Russians like hey, you know. We're trying to see their Top Gun organization to kind of infiltrate it or trying to see and see if we could, what we could determine from the Americans. Like something like a little backstory to kind of explain what's going on. And uh, the only thing that they did do well was develop uh, Goose and Maverick. They did have a lot of like uh, screen time to kind of develop those characters and show them. Uh, but to me, like even Iceman, uh, he he really didn't get developed much. Other than coming out and just, you know, doing that biting scene where he. he <laughs> <laughs> That's all you remember. That's all I remember of that guy. Because <laughs> uh, other than that, he's just got the like aviator. You're dangerous, or, or what do you yeah. say, right? Then he goes, he does the bite like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I gotta say, I was watching it with anticipation to like be like, man, this is a good movie. Now I really want to see this new one. Uh, by Tom Cruise, the part two that finally came out. But I got to say, man, after watching this one, 
I I have no want, no need to even watch that second one. I I think I'm gonna pass on it. Ah, man, the the first one, like I said, it's an '80s movie. You're looking at the context. The only thing where I found corny, the music was cool. Uh, when he's riding his motorcycle and the jet's taking off and he puts his fist up, he's like high fisting, high pumping, fist right. pumping. I'm like, this is even then I was like, I was like, this shit's corny, dude. And then it got a little weird with the volleyball on the beach, right? Right. And uh, then they're like, uh, it's like a, a special school, if I remember. And then like the chick, the the lady instructor, and then he's like. Maverick's like bragging like oh I've done that shit like where he's under it gets what like overhead or some and he flicks him off or something right, yeah. right? like under some deck yeah, under yeah. deck over deck like, or that's something possible well, I've done it and like some like like damn motherfucker's gangster you know and then um right I remember that then Goose like you said they had a pretty good relationship and then like um then the mix fighting and he he has relations with the instructor and then the 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 navy boss just fucking riding him because his dad was some badass and shit or something and like and then it ends he blows up the russians and you go home and everybody's celebrating so and nobody's like damn did we just start world war three or some shit but nobody gives a fuck so uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's i'm like we fucking did it fuck you russia and then uh that's all I kind of remember about that. But overall, I mean, I remember it. I've watched it a hundred times. The the fight scenes with the Jets was pretty cool. I just remember the whole training or whatever, that school. I didn't, that was kind of boring. And then like, but everything else was like, all right. And then the, the bar scene, which is pretty famous scene where they're singing to her and shit. That's another, right. another thing that I remember. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I heard good things about the second one. It isn't like woke or anything, and it's like pro America, and it's doing a lot of money. So I was kind of shocked. He just looks older, but I mean, I'm in no rush to see it. But it's doing really good in the theaters, and it doesn't get too crazy with the PC stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure it's okay. Uh, I'm sure they developed the the budget a little bit more, and you know, it's it's better than the first one. When like when was the last time you seen it? Seen it? Cause I I got a feeling you're watching it with like little kid eyes and nah, not maybe a, in your adult, adult life. Like it was always on, it was like one of those movies that like Roadhouse was always on cable, and uh, like uh, I just remember when we but had watching cable, it, watching it, not like from beginning I, to end. Yeah, it's not like wow, I've seen it or cleaning, and I'm kind of watching it in the background. Nah. It's been a while, but like I said, I I do remember some corny shit like that scene with the motorcycle, and then like the jackets with all those flags and shit. That was pretty fucking cool. And then like the only thing I've done, in, like I said, uh, from beginning to end, it's been a long time. But I've seen it. I think like in high school is probably the last couple times I've seen it from beginning to end. Right, because I I got a feeling you're seeing it like in a tinted rose, kind of like. Rocky's always on TV and you like catch glimpses of it and then you start making a sandwich because you're hungry and you're kind of having it in the background and you're watching it and then oh here's a good scene you watch it and then you go back to doing the half thing that you were doing kind of half watching it I got a feeling that those are the times you've seen it recently because if you see it from start to end you'll see that there's some issues with this movie it's, uh, yeah I mean it's it, you gotta look at it in the context when it was made and now in like when it, it's all said and done it's a it's uh it's a popcorn movie it's nothing like this shit ain't gonna win oscars uh, that's how i looked at it like roadhouse people say it sucks but i mean it's a fucking popcorn flick and the, he's done a lot of movies like that tom cruise in the 80s like you ever seen days of thunder it's kind of the same he plays the same character but he's driving a nascar <laughs> right he's yeah. done a shit ton of movies like that in the late 80s and uh, I just remember they were with Paramount. He had something, and then uh, they were cranking out Tom Cruise movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and I, I, you know, I'm not saying like it's this great epic movie, but it's yeah. There's some things where if you really delve into it, like none of this shit makes sense. Like I still really don't remember the whole deal with his dad 
I just know he died, and then, like, the shit with Goose kind of fucked him up a little bit, but then he's like, I don't know whose dog tags he threw into the ocean. <laughs> I just don't remember. I thought that <laughs> was... I, I thought it was his dad's or Goose. I, to this day, I, I don't remember. I couldn't really see what it was because, uh, you know, this is like a sub-1080 movie, <laughs> but when he... I, I'm presuming it's uh, Goose's... But I was even thinking, I'm like, why would he throw his best friend's dog tags into the ocean? I'm like, like what? Like, dead, yeah, I'm like, not. you're you're dead. I'm not. Yeah, that's that's why I'm saying, like, he's holding on to that. But I still, as a, when I watched it as when I was younger, I'm just like, I think he threw out his dad's because I think before the scene before that, they were talking about his dad, if I remember correctly. But that scene, I really, I always got confused, but I'm, I want to lean to say it, it was his dad's dog tags. Maybe, maybe. I, I think that movie's a mess, and I think the only people that really dig it are the same people that like, like, um, like Dukes of Hazards. Like to me, I'm a Dukes of Hazards fan, but if you go back and watch some of those early episodes. You're just like, man, this is uh, not great. I'm a fan, so I'm going to watch it, see Daisy Duke. But it's just like, man, this isn't the greatest kind of stuff. I think that's the realm that this movie is in. But you you, you let us know. Email us in at ffnquestions at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the Tom Cruise movie or if you've seen the new one. But, Andy, uh, talk to us. Give us this doom and gloom. Uh, Great Depression binging, man. Holy shit, man. Uh, are you trying to scare the audience here, man? I, I thought it was all rosy and um, tulips out there, man. Nah, man. It's uh, uh, not the... Che- tra- that, that was a great transition, by the way, Danny. Um, from 80s, like, we're the fucking number one country to doom and gloom here. Um, I don't know. Like I told you before, we kind of we were talking a little bit before we started recording, like... And my feed on YouTube, you know, you get those recommended videos and like all this Great Depression shit started popping up with along with the inflation. And like the whole weekend, I just been watching stuff and I watched uh, this like 30, like 40 minute documentary on the Great Depression, how kind of similarities of what's going now, going on now with like people were making a ton of money on the stock market leading up to the the when the crash happened and it was like uh i was hearing some of the stock prices from back in the day like it's 1929 right and they had uh stock prices of like uh u.s steel it was like a thousand dollars plus like that's like 20s money like that's a shitload of money and like ge and AT&T, like, everything just plummeted, and people were, like, just making money out of nothing, and, like, then the the crash happened, and then the bank runs, and I was just like, what the fuck, like, and the whole 20s was, like, a, just a boom period, and there was, like, always, there was people talking about a crash com- coming, and um like we have now with like uh with you know with the great recession we survived that we 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 were when we were in high school there was a like a, a recession but that didn't impact us as much i mean my my mom like kind of struggled and my dad but to me as a kid like i just like we grew up everything kind of continued we weren't really like we weren't middle class i mean we were middle class lower middle class but i was still asked for shit and they'd be like Nah, you're not getting that. You know, you wouldn't get shit. But the Great Recession kind of like that had a really big impact on me as an adult. I was a homeowner. I'm still a homeowner. But that hit me really hard. And that taught me some hard lessons. And then like up to what we're going now. And it's it's I'm seeing a trend in uh, with this with all these doc. I saw like three documentaries and one of them. You hear the life stories, people getting laid off or people losing their homes. Um, And people back then, one of the greatest things I saw in one documentary then, how America at that time, there was really no safety in it. There was no unemployment, no Social Security. Um, There was just really no government help. So when you fucking fall on hard times, the individual person, the individual American 
um, they took it really hard and they didn't really know what to do. And they were afraid to ask for help. And a lot of the comments, too, were like a lot of the children of the Great Depression parents were talking about how the parents feel like they fucked up. Like we screwed up this American dream. Now we're on our ass. Like, what are we going to do? They weren't expecting the government to come and bail them out. They weren't expecting handouts. They just knew like they 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 felt even though I feel the system. I don't know if the system failed them. It was just people like would do all the time. People got greedy. They feel like they screwed it up and like overnight people lost homes, their jobs, their savings. Back then there was once the bank went bust, you lost your money. There was no FDIC stuff. People couldn't get their money out. Um, so it was pretty. I, that quote right there really, I found that interesting. Like, right. if you, if like today, like, you know, the, the, like the recession, like, well, what are they going to do for me? Who's going to help me? It was like, they were expecting someone to help you. Back then, that generation was like, I fucked up. I should have done this or I should have done that. In which, to me, like a ring. That like that quote like really really shocked me. Right. No. It it doesn't probably be. It would be very scary to be an adult at that age because, like you mentioned, you we were kids when the recession hit us. We're not kids, but but yeah. So, but to us, we we were just riding our bikes, goofing around, uh, talking to girls, and. To us, we were oblivious to stuff like that, but, you know, God knows what uh, troubles our parents went through to try to make ends meet, try to keep things rolling. Hey, Dad, I, I need a new skateboard. I need a new bike. I need a new this. Shoes. And that, and I'm trying to make things, you know, stay together. Uh, even though my dad, uh, there was times that he was out of work, but it, I got from what I remember as a teenager, his job was always in demand. He was a machine operator, and that was back when we made everything here in America. So he was needed to build and make these things. So he was always, you know, in demand. And now I, I think that's where when these recessions hit us, it's more difficult because we don't really make a lot of things here in America. So when these recessions hit, it it really yeah. it's it's a lot harder because you can't go out and get a a labor job to keep ends together you're stuck going to mcdonald's and seeing if they'll hire you part-time for a few hours or going to target and you know stocking shelves for part-time to see if you can make ends meet with stuff like that so it is very difficult to you know live in this time since we don't fabricate a lot of things here in the u.s so yeah that's what i'm saying like the back then and during that era with the depression uh people were going to look for work is just uh at the point at the first year they had six six million unemployed and at the peak it was closer to like um you know you could um it was something like 16 million in like a year or two and the the people at that time we're just like, what are we going to do? Because like I said, there was no safety net. And the government at that time didn't really do anything. And people were like really pissed off. But yeah, uh, back to the depression thing, Andy. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it 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 really sucks for a lot of people. A lot of people that don't have that safety net, like you mentioned. Um, I got to say, man, right now uh, I'm a homeowner. I have a steady job uh, and, you know, things are well. And I really uh, do wonder that, you know, right now it's like the boom where I'm making money. We're we're paying off this house. My son's getting older. We're saving for college. We're doing all the stuff that I believe is correct. But all it takes is for something like this where, you know, inflation depression recession whatever so and it could really collapse a lot of people's plans for the future 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the depression is one thing. Like, eventually they got out of it. The government started spending, and people were upset with FDR. Like, does he have the power to do this? He got a lot of government jobs and such. But the other thing that after watching this, this led me to people bitching about inflation, which now the government is like this week. the the chairman uh the the fed she said inflation's here to stay after uh, the last year saying it was transitory like it's not gonna last and inflation is like because uh that's another big thing i was always worried about where the dollar is not as strong as it used to be and this guy i was listening there, there was this thing i was listening to with barry the guy who predicted the great recession he said uh, if the way our economy is now, like kind of like you talked about earlier, you can't, we don't make here. So it's a, a consumer uh, economy. So that means you got to go buy shit to keep this machine going. And he goes, if inflation's here and the average American stops spending and starts saving, he's like, this whole fucking thing is going to collapse. So it ain't that i don't think they can spend i think they just can't afford what's going on and 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 in the last couple weeks uh i've been seeing i think inflation finally had an impact on me with i got a a big truck with gas food wasn't always crazy we went to a grocery shop yesterday and that's the me and my wife my wife's been going here and there but we finally went together and yeah, man, that, I was seeing some of the prices on meat and some other things that were like cheap. Not no more, man. And that that shit fucking uh, it exploded the last couple couple months. It wasn't as a big of an impact for me in the past, but now I am finally seeing like, damn, there's some some changes I'm gonna have to do <laughs> to, to 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 keep yeah. this going. You know, I've been hearing a lot about people needing to start growing their own gardens just because there might be a food shortage by the end of the year, they're saying. So especially for people in like uh, poorer economic economical situations, uh, recommended that they start growing like their own food and vegetables. Not to mention it's organic, so it's probably going to be better off than what you would get anyway. But uh, that's what they're saying. Like, it's going to be food shortages worldwide and panic and et cetera. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Like with inflation and then some of the shortages we saw – during COVID, during the pandemic, and now going to this, uh, I used to worry about, I used to have three concerns as an adult, like, uh, one was inflation, two is we weren't going to have shit on the shelf, uh, we were going to run out of stuff, right, and um, and, and three, uh, we're, that we're going to run out of gas, and that I, when we run out of gas, uh, I don't think that's ever going to happen in our lifetime. Uh, I used to watch all this stuff, but I, I it came to me like I, I uh, we've uh, this country or um, <clears throat> they've always come up with something new for uh, fuel and or an energy. Um, well, that, but I I think uh, for the energy stuff, we need to make a nice transition to nuclear energy for you know powering electricity at the very least. I know for cars you really can't do that. You can you, you need to use, you know, crude oil converted into you know gasoline and stuff like that. But for a lot of the other stuff that we use, you know, energy or the the fuel for, we can replace all that with uh, nuclear energy, which is a lot cleaner anyway. And it'll be better for the um, for the climate. And then on top of that, it's going to be a lot cheaper as well. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, I hear what you're saying. Uh, it just, th- those were my three concerns The the gas one, like we're going to run a gas, uh, we're never going to run out. They've with the fracking and all this other shit with the, the other, uh, the oil sands or whatever in fucking Canada, I, I think they're just going to come up with something new. Cause I've been hearing about oil going to be run out forever. Um, but the inflation I think is that's my biggest concern right now and then the the shortages i never thought we were really gonna have shortages in this country i thought just people weren't gonna be able to afford shit and um so it's uh interesting to see uh my fear is 
you know, my fear is not getting shit. And like during the, I was telling somebody at work, like we're talking about, you know, what's going on. And I go, yeah, watch people got upset when they couldn't get toilet paper. Like you saw those fights. Imagine when people can't get food, it's going to be pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is concerning because, uh, you do see a lot more bearing shelves nowadays when you go to the grocery market. So is it, is it a a future that's going to get even worse? You, you kind of pray and hope and and kind of hold still to see if things will get better, you know, or, or, or have that hope in the back of your head that this is a rough period and we're in the worst of the tide and it's going to get better. But I don't know, man. There's a lot of people that's saying that it's going to get worse. That's what I'm saying, Dan. Like, we were just talking about Noel. Danny watched Top Gun, the, the first one in, in the 80s, and how they shut down uh, uh, some Russian MiGs there. And, like, we defeated communism, and Rocky ended communism when he went to Russia and fucked them up with Drago. And, like, you're like, man, we're fucking better. We're never going to run out of shit. We're, we have uh, wide selections of shit, and to see where we are now from, you know, when we grew up in the 80s to now, it's it's kind of disheartening because it's, uh, we're seeing some of the shit that we thought would never happen here. And it's kind of happening here. And then the other thing, like going back to the depression then, when uh, Hoover was the president during the, the when the initial start of the, the, the depression, his big concern was all these people that were out of work and, uh, and struggling. There was gonna be some 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 form of a revolution, like with the uh, people switching uh, to become communist or some type of socialist government. That was like the government's biggest concern, and um, they sent in spies to go to these Hoovervilles, which were like people bunched up together in shanties and tents, to see like how was that feeling. That was their biggest concern in like the last couple. Uh, like the last since Obama and like even through with Trump, it wasn't as bad. But now it's kind of rising up P- like what people and a lot of young people who didn't grow up during the Cold War didn't see what communism it really is. They all want free shit. <laughs> so um, it, it's interesting to see where, where we're going to take this direction. The, the country is going to take, uh, you know, what the direction is going to take if they're going to lean towards more free everything um or just work through it like those people from the depressions like how did we fuck this up how are we going to get through this we just need to get back to work but there was no work yeah it's it's concerning man um i i don't know if it's best to try to get as informed as you can because at this point the the wave is upon us so i don't know how much you can do in the coming months to prepare yourself for the the onslaught that's coming or what people are anticipating. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, hope for the best, I guess. I, I don't know. Save where you can. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the if you got some money in the bank, what are you going to do? I mean, uh, it's, I don't want to say it's going to be worthless, but it's not as strong as it used to be. It's worth definitely less than it was two years ago right now. Yeah, this, like the saying goes, man, tough times make strong men because the weak men is what made this tough time. And now we have to get out of it. Um, a lot of mistakes were made by a lot of politicians. And uh, I'm definitely worried about the future of the country. Uh, also, the fact that they want to unarm the whole country and they're really pushing hard against guns uh, gets me very concerned, man. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a whole other discussion, but yeah, it's uh, people, uh, you know, it's it ain't like you, the average American uh, law-abiding citizen can't just go to any store and just buy a gun. It's a process, and I, I think people forget that. And I know there's been a lot of things about like one of the changes is maybe jacking up the the age you can buy a gun from 18 to 21. I think that's gonna happen, um, but. I'm, I guess I'm kind of for it. I don't know on that one, but I'm kind of like, I think that that's probably going to happen. And I'm kind of agree with that. Um, but it's funny how they have uh, 18 year olds enlist in the army and you give them a, you give them rifles then. So 
Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. But yeah, the the unarming of the citizens is uh, it's kind of it's scary. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to talk about it another episode. But uh, just wanted to mention that, yeah, people got to get ready. They got to prepare in case anything happens. Um, have some food stores, have like maybe a small garden and you could even grow indoors, you know. So if you have like a, a, a grow tent, you can have some vegetables there. So it's just an idea. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. We're not doing the garden <laughs> this year. My wife's pregnant. I don't know. If you, are you doing a garden then this year or no? Yeah, yeah, we planted some tomatoes. Oh man, what are you planting over that kid? You can hook me up, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, we got some tomatoes, cucumbers, uh, the regular lot. So yeah. Zucchinis. Uh, I I want to say that or squash. I can't remember which a lot. Yeah, squash is good in uh, when you grill it. What about you, Noah? You got a garden this year? Uh, you know, I've actually got the seeds for it because i've wanted to grow like different vegetables for a while so i got some spinach swiss chard lettuce uh all the all sorts of stuff um awesome. the problem is the time of year you have to grow it because it's it's gonna be too hot now that we're in june mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be too hot to start it so i'm probably thinking about starting it maybe in august uh around that time because then it starts to cool off and this is actually cooler weather vegetables supposedly Awesome. Yeah, man, that's not how you go. I mean, we're not doing the gardening and it's a lot of it's a lot of work. But if you guys are gardening out there, let us know what you're gardening in the FFN questions at gmail.com. But uh, like Noel said, hard times make the man. We're going to trans. Uh, we're going to go to our article of the week with these uh, hard times. Maybe uh, this can be a solution. found this article um you know with danny's hiking we talked about earlier uh <laughs> so it's from fox news wild aggressive turkey terrorizes nation's capital and then he escaped he crossed state lines into maryland um so the i don't know if you ever met i mean we've all seen the wild turkeys you have for thanksgiving those farmed ones but uh they're all white but have you ever seen wild turkeys i have them out here these things are fucking massive, and they're not as dumb as the ones in uh, in the farms. And uh, the article goes, I fero- the word they use, the adjective, a ferocious wild turkey has been terrorizing <laughs> residents in Washington, D.C. and Maryland by looting multiple agencies who are on its trail. So this is a smart fucking bird here. Residents have for months been reported being attacked by a wild turkey, and officials believe it's the same male turkey responsible. They think it's the same one. Several of these attacks were reported uh, in a river walk trail. Then, so see, that's why I said, what, what, what do you, what did you see when you were walking? I, I, I had my 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 hand knife ready. Knife. My, yeah, yeah packing knife ready. <laughs> and then uh, they got a seventy year old here. I was trying to get away from him. He came after me. He wouldn't let me pass. Like, come on, bro, just kick the motherfucker, right? Um, when it was a few feet away from me, suddenly it jumped at me like some cartoon. I had to use my purse to beat it back. Um, so there you go, man. I go. I've seen some wild turkeys. I've seen deer. I'm more afraid of deer because if you get too close to them, they them hoos can fuck you up. Uh, the turkeys I've seen. I've taken pictures of them. I think I showed them to you in the past, and they were pretty. I was the biggest fucking turkeys I've ever seen in my life. They were colorful. Um, they were massive. It was three of them. I was like, damn. And then, uh, but they didn't come after me, anything like that. And I was thinking, like, I should go get my gun and kill one and have it for, you know, we could have it for Thanksgiving. But my wife kind of pooed, uh, shut down that idea. So I don't know. Have you guys ever seen wild turkeys or what would you do, like, when a turkey or a dog or something attacks you? Like, uh, to a turkey to attack you and they're not really considered that bright. Uh, it's kind of shocking. You know, I definitely wouldn't be too afraid of a turkey. Uh, definitely more so a dog, just because they have like the teeth that can grind and maul. And uh, a turkey is gonna gonna peck at you, you know. Like I'm gonna kick it, like you said, you know, and it'll probably get scared of me after a certain point. 
I think you just need to stand your ground. But uh, definitely, <laughs> if you're if you're elderly, if you're small, you know, it's, I, I'm a bigger guy, so I'm not, you know, too worried. But yeah, I think the worst part of a turkey's got to be like the the claws, the talons, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's probably got to be the the damage maker when it like yeah. flies up to your face and they tries to shove its foot in your face and de- <laughs> you know rip out your eyeball. Like a fucking I, Pokemon moving shit. <laughs> I, I think that's probably the worst of it. But you're right. I think for the most part, if you kind of stand your ground and you stand where you're at, they might take one attack at you. But if you stay there and kind of push it off, I, you I don't like think... your junk in front of it would like intimidate it. Like, yeah, like season, yeah, season Milan stuff. <laughs> but. But no, yeah, I've n- I've never seen turkeys by here. And, and to be honest, I know they they say there's a lot of deer in the area, but just until that one other day that I was helping you move like some furniture, I hadn't seen a deer in this in this area. So um, I I don't know, man. I've see, never seen a turkey here before. I don't know what you call like a family of deers or a group. Here you could see a pack of like four to five deers. And like open air, they're not afraid of shit. And I seen them multiple times in like, and they're by the highway, by the streets. I've seen a couple of fox. Um, I've seen turkeys. Like I talked to you that walkway by that's by the Fox River. Then I was when I was running, I would run that uh, that walk uh, that trail, and just fucking like four or five deer just walk like they're maybe about 15 feet away from you and they're just walking across the trail like crossing over and like it wasn't like one or two it was like four of them or five and then you see like the what's it called the foe that that's the babies um or a doe or whatever that you saw that that's when i'm like oh shit like i'm stopping because this fucking if i get too close this thing's gonna try to fuck me up and uh i seen some videos of them were like they're fucking hitting you with their fucking hooves or get up and i'm like all right that, that shit gotta fucking hurt but a fucking bird a fucking turkey fuck that i ain't afraid of that i'll kick that motherfucker out of the way <laughs> then he next you know he jumps in my fucking face tries to gouge my eyes and i'm fucked you know surprisingly over here by us oh there was uh in the news they just recently found it but there was a buffalo that was loose from really? like, yeah, from like July, and it was actually <laughs> a, f- a farm that's not too far from my house. Uh, we've been thinking about going it because they sell like fresh honey. So, it, it the buffalo came from that farm, got loose, and it was loose like the whole winter, uh, the whole spring, and they just barely ca- caught it like a week or two ago. Did they shoot it or they they actually catch it? No, they like tranquilized it and oh. was able to like guide it back to somewhere or, or capture it from there but now they, they didn't kill it they they kept it alive but yeah man it, it really you know just like that path we went on there's a lot of wooded area around here so you could see how animal and wildlife can hide and and be hidden and you don't really see many uh if they want to stay hidden man then i was hoping you say like you were gonna you kissed the lana and you're like, I'm going to go round this up, get me a posse, and we're going to go hunt down this fucking buffalo. Like, grab your rifle and just track it down and shit. They tried, man. It, the The last time it was spotted that I saw it on the news before they caught it was actually by my son's school uh, close to there. That, that was the last spot that they had seen it. So this buffalo was just, like, rolling around and, you know, well, doing whatever buffaloes do. So, again, again, going back to the article, and you're telling us about this buffalo. So there's two things going on in nature, right? Uh, you know, we were... They, they feel the recession, and they're like, we got to go out here and find wild <laughs> shit to eat. It, it's an economic situation for them, but... So they were struggling to get these fuck this fucking turkey in Washington, right? Right. And then they're struggling to find this buffalo here in Illinois. So are the fucking animals getting smarter or are humans getting dumber? What What's going on here? Or are the people, the humans going after these, trying to track these animals are fucking idiots? Or they're like, oh, we don't want to harm them. It's not harming nobody until somebody gets fucking uh, mauled by, these, by this buffalo. I mean, like, what do you think? If I was like the mayor, like, what y'all doing? Like, let's fucking hunt this shit down. Like, I'd be like in this, that episode of The Simpsons where Homer sees a bear 
And they're like, they call the mayor, like, what the fuck are you going to do? He got, like, bear stealth bombers and bear fucking tracking devices and shit. And, like, and then they charge a bear tax to pay for the stealth bomber. But, like, that would be, like, how hard is it to fucking track down a buffalo? I don't think it's that hard, especially if there's only one. Right. You got a point, man. It's just, uh, I to play devil's advocate, I guess, I'm wondering if, Maybe the the buffalo or the turkey spent more time in like a wilderness area than out in the open, because it would make sense like if they're if they they would want to be away from like people and stuff like that. Maybe all the noise yeah. of cars and stuff would keep mm-hmm. them like in the kind of a forested area. Whereas you know if somebody's like a wanted man on the run, they're gonna be you know walking amongst people maybe, or there'll be like footage or CCTV or something. Or maybe a credit card, you know, transaction. It's like when you're driving and you see that fucking squirrel just run across. Like, it's bolting for its fucking life across the street. And then yeah. they, like, stop. I'm like, I don't know what possessed that animal to stop and look at the fucking car that's coming at them. Like, I've seen numerous squirrels get run over. Um, but at least they're running until they stop. And I don't know what possesses them to stop. Or they're making a judgment like, fuck, I'm not going to make it. And then by then it's too late. Or the geese that walk across busy streets, um, they're a little bit more cuter so they don't get run over. But I've seen geese get run over. I saw one <laughs> on 25th and North. There was a, a, a goose walking or whatever in the middle of North Avenue. And my sister's like, uh, slow down. So I slowed down. The other car in front of me, he didn't fucking slow down. He ran that motherfucker over and flat feathers were flying in the middle of North Avenue. And that thing just rolled. And I was just like, damn, well, that sucks. I just drove around them. But, like, they weren't, like, why Why would they do that? Like, I don't understand why an animal would be, like, there. Or there's not even a pond around there or anything. Uh, maybe it was hurt. I don't know. But I think they would be, their their animal instincts would say, I'm not walking that shit. Well, I think a lot of bird-type animals, they're really instinctive, and maybe other animals as well. But a lot of this area where people put their houses was marshlands and waterlands. And so there's a watering hole somewhere by it where the animals are used to coming back there for years and years and years and generations and coming to mate there, have their babies, raise their families. And so it's just instinctively for them to come back. And, you know, maybe the pond is gone because they put a, a Walmart there or something, but they still feel the need to come back to those areas. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Noah. I was just about to agree that it's it's probably definitely something like that, like more of a in, instinct, like that they've lived so many generations where it's like it's built and ingrained in their DNA to, to go and repeat those steps that their, I guess, ancestors, whatever you want to call it, you know. I mean, it's cool. I, I, I didn't know there were, I, like you said, the buffalo, I, I mean, to me, it's kind of cool. And like, it, but it came from a farm. I was like, it ain't like this free roaming fucking buffalo. They should just hire like Kevin Costner and hunt that motherfucker down or something. <laughs> right. I, I think a lot of it is that people out in this area, they're, you know, they love wildlife. My wife wants to start raising chickens and shit right here at the house. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I know we live out here, but I don't know about raising wildlife like that. But there are people that are like that. You hear animals all the time, pigs, shit like that. And I think these people want to raise them wild and free. And this buffalo just said, oh, you're going to leave that gate half open? Boom, chingasumada, I'm out of here. And you know, that's just the way it is. So... I, I could see how things like that happen around here and, and animals get loose. And a lot of animals are smart. I'm not saying like they're, I'm not like, uh, oh, it's just it's a dumb animal. Waiting that they're dumb, right? Nah, but I, I mean, you see videos where like dogs learn how to open doors and cats and shit and they can learn. It's just, I think the, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, are animals that much smarter or just humans are that dumber or we're like, Oh no, it's an animal. I don't want to hurt it. Uh, it's a beautiful thing until the thing mauls you, and don't respect what that animal can do to you. Like that documentary Grizzly Man. Like I'm gonna go live amongst fucking bears, 
And then he would like talk to him and the fucking bears killed him because he's a fucking idiot. Because he's like, I'm one with the fucking bear. And the bear just fucking mauled his ass. And he didn't walk away like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, you guys ever seen that documentary, Grizzly Man? Yeah, is that the guy that uh, he was rich and then he moved into the woods and died and they found him in a bus? No. Is that something else? This no, guy I, was like. I, a... know, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, that's with the Emil Hirsch. Uh, they made a movie about that. Yeah, no, th- I know what you're talking about, Andy. Grizzly Man, yeah. he went out there with his uh, girlfriend Camp or wife. Camcorder and shit. Yeah. Before, like iPhones. And he's like, I want to animal. The bears are so amazing and I understand them. And he's like, I have conversations with them or some shit. And then one day they just came to his campsite and they're like, don't do that. Stop. You can hear the audio and the bear just fucking attacked them and killed them. <laughs> yeah, they just, show, they just play the audio. You don't see the video. Yeah, but like you can hear them getting dragged away. Like they, they put yeah. captions on what they think it happened. Yeah. And you can hear them getting dragged away and like mauled and killed and then his his girlfriend or wife followed suit after that yeah the yeah, problem was they, they didn't have like contact with people to that could, that could help you know there wasn't anybody near around that could help so i think the helicopter eventually came and when they never came out to go to the helicopter they're like oh shit where are these guys at that's when they found them it's when the guy went to go look no oh, yeah man. Man. It sounds yeah. like an interesting documentary i think it's on youtube like part of their um like the free movie thing. Um, so check it out. I mean, it's an older documentary, but to me, when I was watching this, like this guy has no respect for uh, like a wild animal. Like these things can fuck you up. That's why you said when you said you, there was rumors or uh, mountain lions or some type of lion has been spotted. Like, oh, that shit's fucked up because those things are cats are evil, dude. I don't care how big they are, they're sneaky. They They're hunt. fucking evil. They hunt. Um, how many? I mean, I've seen videos where cats just fuck with mice before they kill them. And then you see like uh, mountain lions and shit just like slowly stalking prey. They're fucking evil, dude. And that's why when you said that, that was like, it kind of raised my eyebrows. Like, ooh, that, that's a little, that's your, not that you're pushing it. It might have been a while since they've seen it. But yeah, that, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's got to be um intimidating to go out there and be in nature have that feel that free feeling and then nature comes up and bites you in the ass and, and kind of shows you like hey you, you don't belong out here or or maybe like you overestimated it so we've gotten too comfortable that's the problem is that we're not we're so disconnected from the way things used to be because back in the 1800s, if, if somebody went out in the wild, they went out with a rifle or at the very least a hunting knife, something to defend yourself. You're not going out there with just your dick in your hands, you know? And, uh, the last man I know that wrestled bears and killed them was Davy Crockett. And like you said, no, that was like in the early 1800s. <laughs> he, he had stores. He fucking wrestled bears and take down a shitload of animals with his bare hands. Dude, no. If he was alive in this period, he'd be like, what the fuck is this? Is this hell? <laughs> All this crazy shit going on in politics and wokeness uh-huh. and shit. No, for sure, man. Animals are smart, but there's still a few dumb ones out there. My dog the other day ran through my screen door for my <laughs> patio. <laughs> I guess she thought that it was open and she saw something outside and she ran through head first and just Busted right th- through the screen. So, I was gonna say, yeah. Did she go through the screen? Or she bounced back. No, she she broke the screen. I, I had to fix it already. My new patio door that I just barely put up like uh, four months did ago. Did she give you this look? Like, what the fuck did you put this here or something? <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. To each their own. There's there's some good ones and some uh, some that uh, have trouble perceiving depth, I guess. <laughs> but. Uh, I think that's all the time we got for you guys today. Uh, We'd like to thank you all for listening. Remember to follow us on Freeform Network on Twitter and Facebook at Freeform Network. Visit our webpage, freeformnetwork.podby.com. Hit that like and subscribe button on whatever you're watching us or listening to us, uh, YouTube and all the other sites that that we uh, post this on. But, yeah, man, for Freeform Radio, we got Andy. It's all good, Andy, and I'm serious. David Crockett's an American hero. I mean, watch a documentary, read one of his uh, a book about him. 
that guy accomplished a lot and he tamed the uh, america's wilderness and uh it's a pretty he was a pretty interesting guy for his time and we got noel hey thank you everybody for listening and uh stay safe from those bison out there for sure man and uh this is daniel everybody enjoy that week and we will catch you all in the next one Dad.